0: My name is Terry Lynch, I'm with Oregon um, I found myself searching for a passageway one day. And that passageway leads right across the complete section of the Cascades, which I'm sitting in front of at the moment. I'm on top of the Peak. I want to make sure that everybody sleeps. The type of things that we find in the process of research is I have located a couple that's sitting here on the top of the line of peak. She's facing out. Hmm, she's looking at The Middle, Cascadia Guides, alleged production in conjunction with Alien Strand Films. In two different planes, one a Learjet, the other an American Airlines jet, reported seeing a mysterious object over Arizona last month, we have learned. The exchange with air traffic control sounded like something out of the Twilight Zone. There was 71 Papa golf good. Yeah, there was anybody about, uh, above us to pass us like 30 seconds ago. There was 71 Papa golf negative. Okay. pilots did say they saw nothing. The purpose of the program, uh, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, was really designed to do just that. Um, From a national security perspective, identify those things that we see, whether uh, we see them electro-optically, we see them with radar, we see them uh, as uh, as eyewitness reports, through a myriad of different ways and avenues that we receive the information, and try to ascertain and determine if that information is a potential threat to national security. Desma, check out my Facebook page at Arizona Secret Backyard, hit me a like, share, and follow, I'll see you there. Hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alien Strand Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Desma, and welcome to today's show. It's going to be an interesting one today because it's not going to be a very long one. But before we get started, I hope you guys enjoy Alien Strand and what uh, all the production that we put out for you guys on a you know weekly basis. Now we're starting to put out a little bit more, and you can find us on YouTube. So remember, go to our YouTube page, check us out there. You know, hit us a like, subscribe. Remember, if we get a thousand subscribers to YouTube, well, we're gonna put the mute, the movie, the middle, which you just heard a commercial of, on there for sure. Uh, so. Speaking of the middle, we are now on Amazon Prime Video. So, if you guys ever check that out, please check it out on Amazon Prime Video. It's only like two ninety nine, very inexpensive, reasonable price. Check out our documentary on Mister Terry Lynch and how we follow him around uh, Oregon there, and just to see what's what's up in the sky, you know, because you know there, there's just a lot of things out there that we just don't understand, right? And 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 that's what this documentary is about. It's it's about to uh, you know to follow his story and other folks as well. So please check that out. And we are now on Hoopla. So Hoopla, H-O-O-P-L-A. If you don't know what Hoopla is, it's almost like a library, right? So like you go to your local library uh, here in the the States, you know, you have a library card. Well, they have their own, like an own little website. So you can... um, check out movies. So now we are there on Hoopla. You know, you just uh, uh, put your library card in there, sign in, and it'll let you rent these movies out, you know, a little bit cheaper too, I believe. I'm not sure, but... I know that's what that is. Uh, you'll be catching us on Tubi TV as well, the documentary, and in all kinds of places. Uh, speaking of that, you know, we, Alien Strand is all over the place, you know, our, our uh, audio podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Alexa Media Player, uh, Player FM, Podcast Addict, Spreaker, CastBox, Overcast, Feedspot, you know, Amazon Music, We Are Everywhere, Cast Mix, you know, Google Podcasts. You name it, we're there. You can even ask Alexa; she'll play you some Alien Strand podcast. And thank you guys for you know listening to our show because you know we we like putting out content on you know different things and and I know that you guys have been actually checking out you know the, the videos that we have there on YouTube with Mr. Terry Lynch and and uh, Cindy Grigsby and all the other folks that we've been putting on uh, the video aspect part of the podcast. You know, so you know we. We really like doing that as well, as, as well as the audio too, you know, cause we like to show our faces out there. Not that we have pretty faces or anything, but you know, you guys get to see the images that we put out and what we're talking about. So, that's a lot of things that happen on the youtube you know you get to actually see uh the the images that we're putting out as far as videos you get to see the the uh, the pictures that we put out on ufos especially the ones recently on volcanoes right so you know and and that's what alien strand is about uh, you know to to put the information out to you guys now if you're new to ufology well welcome welcome to ufology you know uh it's ufology has been growing and growing and growing ever since past few years there's been so many sightings in the sky you know of course they're on alien strand they're on facebook you can catch a lot of our stuff that we put out there and that's a podcast page right for this podcast and we put out daily Uh, images and videos that come out for you guys, you know, so you can check it out, uh, and just to see what's going out there in the sky, or on a daily basis, or something that went viral you know, you get to see it there you know, it catches on Instagram too, so if you go to at Alien Strand uh, they're on Instagram, you can find us there you can follow us there, you can follow us on Twitter too, uh, and you know, you can follow me at Donald Ledesma, or at Don Leds, and then of course uh, Leds Productions, that's at I believe Leds one nine six seven you can find us there at instagram so if you want to follow us there you can um and you know we appreciate everything that you guys do we're on all over many many platforms and that's because we like to get the information out to you guys as best that we can so you know uh today i'm not going to have a guest but i do want to give some information uh, to you guys today because you know we've we've had a lot of Things happen in the sky, you know, uh, and today's podcast, you know, I, I want to call it friend or UFO instead of friend or foe, right? So, you know, because, of course, the balloon thing, we all found out about that and, and what that was all about. And, and you know, I just want to uh, reiterate on the things that, that happened, you know, and, and what we're starting to, all the ufologists out there are trying to put together, people are, you know... Put it, posting a lot of these uh, photos and, and, and a couple of videos of things. But now these days, it's kind of hard to tell, you know, especially with the new CGI, you know, computer-generated imagery. You know, that's what you know, a lot of people do these days to grab a lot of attention, unfortunately, on uh, a lot of these platforms. So, so we, we try to do is it's usually the ones that don't look like Star Trek and Star Wars kind of looking crafts. You know, if it doesn't look like that, you know, it's pretty, pretty close to a saucer shape. Well, then that's pretty much going to be as close as it's going to get and a cigar shaped as far as that in a Tic Tac. So, you know, uh, it's just one of those you know, things that we have to talk about sometimes. And, and it bothers me at times because, you know, people are just kind of doing this. And, you know, once we start sharing a lot of this stuff, as we do on alien strand, you know, a lot of people say, Oh, that's fake. Oh, that's fake. You know, um, we just throw it out there first of all. Okay. So this is up to you to decide everything that we put. We're not trying to make you believe that's for you to decide yourself. And if you figure out that it's fake or, you know, please, please, uh, add a comment on there Share the link Or it was You know It was made fraudulently You know And and, and just see where the source came from Or if you know how to do uh, Your own uh, analysis on it As far as spectrum analysis You know With your phone Or your computer fee, Please be free to do it that way as well You know We always appreciate That kind of input from you You know Because it, it just It's easy to say That's fake Right But it's not easy to sit there and try to figure out why it's fake or how it's fake, right? And that's what we, me and Terry always talked about. You know, a lot of people, you know, they make fun of ufologists a lot of times, you know, and they just say, well, you know, you guys are just, you know, trying to make a quick buck or whatever, and that's not even the truth of it. You know, um... A lot of folks out there don't understand that people have their boots on the ground which means that they have their you know they're out there when it's cold it's freezing out there you know they're out in the you know 10 miles out into the country or on top of a mountain somewhere it could be snowing and they're putting the cameras in the sky or their meters everywhere so where they can try to grab some kind of data right and that's the important part of you know ufologists and what they do and 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 i applaud them for that and It's like I said, it's easy to say it's fake or whatever you're you're capturing. This guy's not fake, but that's not you on the ground doing this. So please, before you, you know, uh, comment or something like that, just remember these people are out there and these are the real ufologists. These are the real people that are actually going out there and doing these things. They're actually, you know, taking time away from their jobs or their families so they can, you know, try to get videos, images, photos, analysis, you know, everything they can do. They put these fancy you know programs on their computers sometimes cost two three four hundred dollars so they can try to you know do analysis on these you know like uh, mr mr kev andrews there in in uh, united kingdom you know he he you know he's busting you know his tail you know figuring out a lot of these images and trying to figure out exactly what they are right so and that's what we're trying to do here with Ufology and Alien Strat and this is why I put a lot of my guests on there because these are the people that have their boots on the ground you know they're not sitting in, in a chair you know explaining things you know on a, on a screen sometimes you know and and you know just going you know city to city to city you know and, and just kind of giving you their analysis on, on what they think you know uh, and it's you need to talk and listen to the people that are actually doing this and and this is why we did the movie The Middle. It's it wasn't for, you know, uh, to get a Hollywood fame or anything like that because by god it was a, you know, $10,000 documentary that, you know, I put together out of my own pocket, low budget, you know. And and I wasn't expecting I just wanted to tell the story of these people people that don't have a voice right and this is what what this movie was about and and getting their stories out there so I just want you guys to understand what that is and, and who these people are and 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 give them a little recognition for what they deserve. Not myself. I really. I don't consider myself. You know. As, as uh, I do it. My ufology is getting the word out. You know, analyzing things through, through the computer myself. You know, breaking a lot of these images down, talking to different ufologists, grabbing a lot of data. You know, going through the geological aspect of things up, up there on Google or just. Continuously reading and reading on on geology to try to figure out things that are that we have on the ground as well, not just up in the sky, right? So these are the things that I do myself, and and these people you know that do it because it's in their heart to do it. These are the folks that you need to applaud and really pay attention to them because they are the ones that are out there doing, and they're not crazy, believe me. Because on our movie, I show the the actual videos of. What these people caught on their cameras, it's not from somebody else, it's their footage. Okay, so and I wanted to get that across to you guys and, I'm, and I hope you guys understood what I was trying to say there, you know, and, and and we enjoy doing what we're doing to get the information out, you know, in today's podcast, you know, I just wanted to, to talk about a little bit about that and as well. I want to talk about, you know, what's happening, uh, how these aircraft are, are finding these. Of course, the, the Chinese balloon, we already knew what that was, right? And and, and it just kind of, they, they took it out of the sky, which is you know I, I thought was the proper thing to do because we didn't know exactly what this thing was or what it was doing up there. Nobody knew. It just kind of threw itself out there, right? And, uh, you know, the, the news people's news and everything kind of goes all over the place sometimes and sometimes you have to wait just a little bit before we start getting a little bit more of a clearer image because all we can do is speculate right at the very beginning because we don't know the only people that knew were those people that were flying those aircraft right and the people that were taking them down those f-18s you know i believe there was an f-16 in one of those so you know I got some information here that will probably help clear up a little bit you know um, and this is coming from the uh, I believe the New York Times so you know and, and, it, and it just says you know it says White House officials said on Monday that the military had not yet identified the source of the objects or their purpose okay adding that the was no indication that civilians on the ground were in danger and that the government would redoubtful efforts to understand that the nature of the objects, where they came from, okay? So, in other words, they were just saying, okay, we, we have to wait. Of course, this is what they did, right? And, you know, we were trying to just figure it out. Everybody was trying to figure out what these things were. You know, and and, and that was the, the difficult part of this whole We're just trying to know exactly what these things were were they tic tacs were they you know regular UFOs were they just balloons right Um, and they and they said that the uh, long fascinated by the encounters of you know with flying objects defy the explanation that says you know the government's efforts to study them as well and of course they have multiple theories on everything that has happened you know uh, the White House uh, Secretary uh, Jean-Pierre says uh, confirmed that the administration does not believe that aliens were involved there is no indication of aliens extraterrestrial activity or any of these recent takedowns that's what she said right and you know we we just try to i guess they're just trying to clarify things a little bit you know and i've always talked about it before you know can we trust the government you know as far as telling us about ufo's probably not you know i mean would they tell us no they haven't told us since 1947 right since the crash of uh crash of roswell you know and even others that have happened after that as far as that but we know that the first one was a, was a spy balloon because that was shot down by uh, an F- f-22 um you know and and they end up taking that down you know and, and that was the good thing that i'm glad they were able to 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 just get it out of the sky because we didn't know exactly what it was doing if it was spying on us or whatever you know um and and we have to we had to do it there was just no you know uh, ifs ends or buts about that part of it you know and and of course what happened in alaska and yukon and michigan right this is uh these are the other ones that they shot down right so the military shot down on un- unidentified flying objects over the arctic ocean near alaska okay troops in the u.s northern command were working near dead horse alaska Uh, national guard units fbi and law enforcement recovered the object of determined nature okay so they recovered this object uh, so the defense department says that the aerial surveillance over where this site was, where this thing had landed. So this, they already knew where it landed, and they grabbed it. Um, and then it said on Saturday, an F twenty two with NORAD downed another object over the Yukon territory. So we all saw that. Uh, we, people have been throwing videos out there of, you know, a UFO or whatever it was out there, um, and we're getting confused here. It's confusing because it's confusing the hell out of me. And and I'm just trying to figure out, okay, what's going on? Everybody on, you know, Alien Strand Disclosure Project on our site is just, you know, we're just trying to, we ha- we're we scratching our heads. Is this an actual UFO that they shot out of the sky? Or is it just another balloon? You know, um... So NORAD, you know, they had sent fighter jets and were soon uh, joined by Canadian fighters to track this object. So they were tracking it as it was going across the Canadian, uh, over Alaska. Um... And then the F-22 used an air-to-air missile uh, over the uh, object and they used it to down... They used it to down actually two previous flying objects at the same time. So, in other words, they had already... That's three of them already, right? And then the United States took down the fourth device on Sunday over the Lake Huron. uh, An F-16 jet fighter... Also shot down another with another sidewinder air to air missile. So they used a missile to take these things down, right? Because the only reason I'm going to tell you why, why they had to take these out, you know, the, the, the Chinese balloon was flying a little over 60,000 feet, I think like 63,000. Okay. Most aircraft will fly between, you know, 30,000 feet. Right? So it was still 30,000 feet way above aircraft, so they weren't worried about that part of it, and they didn't want it to, to, you know, if they took it down, it was going to hit over maybe an airplane or just people on the ground, uh, which I can understand that part of it, right? And, of course, the reason they shot down these other ones, because these other balloons, the altitudes were ranging between 20,000 feet and 40,000 feet, so that's right in the mid part of air traffic, right? So, of course, right away, bam, they have to take these. With the Lucky Landslots, Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Whatever they are down, because they're getting in the way. Now, the difference between the Chinese balloon that they say, that was able to control itself and move in the directions that it was controlled they're saying that these other ones that they took down the the next three or four uh, they were not they were just kind of floating up there they didn't move they didn't they didn't make any kind of sudden movement or it was just kind of there right but it was in the way you know and and uh they're studying. I mean, they're trying to figure out exactly, you know, what these things were and, and, and why they were there in our in our airspace, you know, and it's, it's dangerous, really, in reality, it's freaking dangerous. There's so many airplanes that are flying up there. People fly all the time, you know, that thing could have got stuck in the jet engine or whatever, if it was a balloon, and it could have, you know, took down three or four hundred people on an airplane, you know, and, and that would have been catastrophic. So I get that they had to do this, you know, especially in between the 20,000 and the 40,000 feet. So these are the things that, you know, we have to think about when it comes to things that are up in the sky like this, right? So they're trying to figure out, okay, do we take it down? Do we leave it up there? What do we do? Um, You know, and and I've heard things that the radars weren't uh, calibrated at. You know, anything, you know, uh, over the 30 or 40,000 feet, or, or actually 40,000 and up. So that's why the 60,000 feet, they weren't able to track this thing, right? Our, our standard NORAD or our standard radar system. So I believe they updated that already because of this incident. And now they're starting to catch a lot of these things, which they were able to catch these other three uh, objects that flew over. Now, were they an actual UFO? Those—that's the million-dollar question, right there. You know, they actually used a four hundred thousand-dollar missile because that's what these things cost to shoot these down. Very expensive, very expensive missile, uh, and they have to. You know, that's just the things. You know, there's sometimes price tags don't come until. There's a boo-boo in there. You know, they're trying to figure out, okay, somebody messed up. Who's going to pay for this, right? If it was. And now they're starting to say, the news just came out today, which is the 16th of February, that this might have been a $12 hobby balloon. Uh, because uh, there's a uh, there's a group called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cat Balloon Brigade. And they said that they, they feared on Thursday that it was one of its its uh, diligently tracked garbage bags that was rec- was recently missing as the mystery object was probably taken out by the military over Canada on Saturday. So they kind of said, oops, that might have been one of ours. Uh, the Pico balloon. This it is. It's a silver-coated, cylindrically shaped object. Reported Friday, it was at thirty-eight thousand nine hundred ten feet, all the way up the west coast on Friday. So, you know, it's it's it was possibly a balloon. You know, and and that was the one that was right over the central part of Yukon. You know, the territory at the same time Lucky. That's when that F twenty two shot it down. Okay, and and these are the things that sometimes you have to wait for. And This is what I said. You have to wait a little bit. Now, do I believe it, all of this? You know, it it was they like this group shot out all those balloons. You know, by accident they got away from them. You know, uh, should they be held liable for? You know, a $400,000 missile being shot at each one of those, you know, that's, that's a lot of money, you know, especially if that's what it was. Now, could it be this, that, maybe one of those that was shot down could have possibly been an actual UFO? And... They used the balloon theory or the balloon coup, I'm going to say, to throw us off because they did actually hit an actual extraterrestrial craft. Could this have possibly been a distraction? We've been talking about this all on our page, on our Alien Strand Disclosure Project page. You know, we, as ufologists, we're all trying to figure out, you know, all kinds of theories and what these things actually were. Now, was the first couple of of balloons? Yeah, I believe it was. But one of those, or maybe two of those, may have not been. The only reason, because it was said that on some of the on some of the aircraft, that their uh, panels started getting scrambled. Right? So, in other words, there was some kind of a scrambling device of some sort on on these uh, well, on one of these crafts that they possibly shot down. Just like a UFO, like I talk about a lot of my stories that. When they fly overhead, a lot of your cell phones die. A lot of cameras die. It's that electronic magnetic field that's around it, right? Shoots a pulse of some sort, right? Takes things out so that way you don't film it or see it. And this is a possibility that maybe one of those was, and this balloon theory might be the extra balloon theory is a distraction. Now, there is a, you know, an artifact uh, retrieval and they collect the information off these uh, crafts that, th- that they shoot down at, at times, right? You know, um, the Defense Department uses these little tactics and, and, and they have to go in there with the highest level of security, right? When they grab one of these crafts, if they do, if it is a craft. And they use, they don't use uh, non-classified civilian contracts. In other words, contractors can't go in there. It's got to be straight up military. that's going to go grab these things that if it was a UFO on the ground. So, you know, and and a lot of times it involves, you know, a lot of data with artifacts and and which is foreign or domestic, you know, that they'll grab off the ground. Um, And they're not going to tell you exactly what it is. But a lot of the data that they get, you know, is from the people that are out there. You know, they're just kind of giving you, okay, this is what I saw. It looked like this. And after they shoot it out of the sky, there they go. Right. so when they recover a ufo they'll get the bodies of the extraterrestrials you know they'll get all the evidence that they can um they use special groups you know all military units right to get a lot of this stuff off the ground so civilians can't be involved at all You know that uh, there was a recovery. At, you know at that a uh, army sergeant, Clifford Stone. This was in 1969. He says he recalls one recovery. It was called Indian Town Gap in Pennsylvania in 1969. This is the craft. I still refer it as a heel shaped, like a heel of a shoe. He says it had like a canopy on it. Except on the canopy it didn't fly open like a canopy of a jet this he's explaining exactly what you know they saw in 1969 you know when they're doing this there's a there's a total process you know requires isolation protection retrieval you know of operations of secrecy so there's they have to keep this Total hush hush, and this is why we have our, you know, theorists on what this could possibly be a cover up. You know, and and they they have to grab this stuff, man. It's just that's they just can't leave it on the ground, you know, for us to grab, of course. Because they have to grab as much data as they can off of this craft if it is a UFO. You know they have military uh, intelligence agents you know they have norad they have nasa and they're monitoring everything you know and they have direct interviews with witnesses when they're doing this stuff right and and you know it's just what you see in the movies it's exactly like that you know they got a lot of that from project blue book you know they they wanted to try to keep a lot of this hush hush as possible you know uh Because they wanted to make sure that whatever, back in 1969, that whatever they grabbed wasn't a, you know, a spy or, or something from another country, you know, that and they had to figure it out. Now, if it was extraterrestrial, you know, they're not going to tell you that we have this, you know, technologically advanced, you know, aerial vehicle that we shot down or it came down on its own, you know, and, and you know, we're... We're gonna tell you exactly what was in there, and we're gonna we're gonna show you everything that it had. No, they're not gonna do that, man. They're gonna keep that technology to themselves so they can be more advanced. You know, and and I've I've talked about this a lot, you know, my podcast in the past because I just believe that you know if a lot of these uh, you know UFOs or whatever they. People thought that they had back in the 1940s and 50s, and even during the World War II. You know, you know. Of course, we talked about Die Glock, you know that that uh, the German, you know UFO that they bring up on the History Channel as well. You know, they, if they had this technology and were able to do things like that, I believe that would have pretty much won the war. And it didn't happen that way. Did they have this kind of technology? Maybe hush hush, or just something underground. They just didn't know what they were dealing with. Possibly. That is a possibility that they they had something that didn't understand. And this is why we grabbed their scientists and brought them here to the States. Unfortunately, they made the atomic bomb. You know, there's going to be a movie about it. You know, and, and these are the things that our military has to do and they do it. I get it. I get it. They do it because they have to, you know, make sure that the country is not, uh, you know, in any danger of anything or or any, you know, something just horrible ha- happening to it to the people. Right? Any country would do that. They protect it. They protect it in that sense. But if it's something way beyond. What we can grasp as human beings and, and, and as high and higher than our intelligence, you're damn right they're going to keep that hush hush. Because I think the name of the game of humanity is to get ahead, right? Because that's what we've been doing. A few years now, we've been getting ahead pretty fast. Now we have AI running a lot of things. It's even taking jobs of some people. future is sneaking up behind all of us. By the time you know it, you're going to see everything unfold in front of you. As I've been seeing. But my thing is how did we get as technologically advanced as we have since the 1940s, right? So these are the things you have to think about. How quickly we advanced and as fast as we did. I mean, you saw the technology and the Apollo missions and everything inside those crafts, inside, inside the the the, the uh, spaceship, the computers were bigger than a house. Now they say that the technology has advanced so much that what you have in your phone, in your hand, was more advanced than what they used to fly those moon missions. That was what, in the 1960s? Here we are, 45 years later, 50 years later. Now you have it in your hand. You know, and these are the things that we have to think about when they shoot down these UFOs. Or they come down on their own. You know nothing is outside of being perfect. Okay, so you have to remember that. I've always said this: anything man-made will be will break. Right, your car will break. It'll last for a little while, but it'll break eventually. Your computer, man-made, but it'll break. You can even have a pen in your hand, and it'll break after a while, or you'll run out of ink. Right, man-made. So what makes you think that even though these extraterrestrial craft are up there, that they won't break? They're not human, but they're not perfect. Right? Something can go wrong. What can go wrong will go wrong, right? Murphy's law. So that's what happens, you know, in in these situations that you have to think about. You know, I I saw this scientist today. uh, He's a a, uh, physicist, right? Quantum physics. They were asking him about the UFOs and possibly what it shot down out of the sky. And he laughed about it, just straight up laughed. And he just said, you know, how, why is an alien ship people that are million years ahead of us going to come down here and just you know break down or whatever and allow you to shoot them down you know I I get that part but he kind of made fun of that in a sense to where it's like they're too they're perfect there's just no way there's no way you know you can't shoot one down it's perfect it's perfect I, I don't believe that I, I personally believe that you know everything's not perfect because then we would live in a perfect world and when these things happen to these craft they come down they come down hard they crash and they try to figure out you know how it happened and how they're going to get home if they survived and these are the things that I question all the time in ufology Uh, my brain is going 150 miles an hour every time something like this happens right just like yours is and we're trying to figure out exactly what occurred and what happened and we're trying to break these images down in our brains and our minds How, why when where these are the things that we always ask ourselves you know and 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 let's let's try to figure this out you know let's wait a little bit sometimes you have to wait just a little bit to get the full story and this is what i seek all the time you have to wait just a little bit because you know, a lot of these stories that I tell here on Alien Strand, you know, they're stories of old. Those are my best stories. I love telling those stories because the stories of old have already been told and been figured out most of the time. You know, and and they're great stories. Gives you a chance to get multiple witnesses. Gets you Gives you a chance to get all the data. So, let's think about before we jump into conclusions on what we are possibly seeing in the sky or what is actually being shot down you know let's just stop and wait just for a minute and maybe we'll get the big answer that we've always been waiting for you know are these things gonna be here actually confront us are they ready to to be shown to us in a grand scale I have a few ufologists on our groups that do think that something big is coming that this is the year that something big is coming and you never know It might, but then it might not. You know, and and I just hope that you guys kind of sit there and think about it a little bit, do some reading, go out there, get your boots on the ground, get your cameras out there. Go out there and, you know, take a drive out in the country, sit out there, get yourself a tripod, you know, know, maybe a little glass of wine or a beer, sit out there, put your cameras up in the sky, hit record, you know, let it sit up there for about 10 minutes, you know, 10, 15 minutes, five minutes, hit record, take it back home and go see what you got. You might have a UFO and don't even realize it. And that's the beginning steps of ufology is getting out there and I hope you guys do this you know uh, it's just a passion of Alien Strand just to see it grow and just to see you guys grow and just to just to learn with you guys, you know, and and teach you guys a little bit more about ufology, you know, and I'm glad that you guys were here to stick around to today's show. Like I said, you can follow us, all of these platforms that we have, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere, just look for Alien Strand, just Google Alien Strand. If you want to uh, catch our movie, don't forget, it's on on Amazon Prime, go check that out, the video, it's only $2.99, check it out, you know, kick back, enjoy with the whole family over the weekend, you know, that's coming up. You won't be disappointed. All right. But until then, you guys have yourselves a good day. Have yourselves a good evening. And have yourselves a good night. coastal bend in corpus christi texas and you're listening to the alien strand podcast with donald ledesma buying or selling visit me at kellygreenrealtor.com or visit me on my facebook page kelly green realtor see you there